challenge level. Jim, do you have taco in your mouth right now? Yeah. What? No. Uh, there's going to be... <laughs> I was just checking. <laughs> We're going to be on taco watch this entire <laughs> fucking this episode. Taco oh, watch happening. Why yeah. I have taco in my mouth? Because you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I, I have right a when burrito you, in my you hand, waited, but not in my mouth right now. You waited for the call to start. Like you didn't, <laughs> you didn't take everything out of the bag before. I didn't want to keep you guys waiting anymore. Oh my the god! Wrinkly ASMR paper noises we heard before we started recording. Oh, god, it was it was bad. A it was really above. bad. Um. All right. That I got like farther away from the microphone than last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my gain is also. At a reasonable level. <laughs> At an appropriate level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you guys, I want to say this. What's up? Yeah. Um, I made it perilously far into spooky season before I got my required seasonally appropriate treat. Mm. And so today, I have to eat sufficient amount of candy corn that it makes me feel <laughs> nauseous. That's how That's how you <laughs> judge a serving size of uh, candy yes. corn. Literally any candy corn. Well, yeah. Jim, it's because your body has betrayed you. Yeah, your body isn't that hip to the in, sugar In a jive. variety of ways, but the least of which in this case <laughs> is diabetes. Most of it is just my tongue working properly. <laughs> Don't also say that. that. Candy corn are delicious. And in this They're the house, best candy. We do not allow slander of the corn. I, in this I, house, I, we obey the laws of thermodynamics. We... <laughs> Children of the corn means candy corn. The candy yeah, is Yeah, means the kids. The children of the the true children of the corn are the cor- are the kids. <laughs> Never mind. <clears throat> no, you wanna you wanna make another pass at that, mom? Yeah, no, hold you're, on. You're good. Hold on. You're, you're done. No, 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 no. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> okay. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> the true children of the corn are the children who know and appreciate candy corn. There they are go. my people. Mm. Mm. Yes. It is uh, really um, important to not get too many pumpkins, though. They're so powerful. I fucking love pumpkins. No, they're great. But if I had it like in a in a, a handful of mix, you know? Yeah, oh. that's right. Yeah. Candy pumpkins are even more powerful. Candy pumpkins are so good, so, dude. They're so good, but they're oh so my powerful. God. So in like a you could you scoop Extremely up a little powerful. they are potent. Yeah. Little handful, you just like one pumpkin in there. Yeah. Should we talk about this stupid fucking show now? My, my favorite be? dog Should... client has a Oh my uh, god. A candy corn, like, stuffed chew toy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. When he, when he bites it. And it has vampire teeth also. That's very That's cute. amazing. It's, I love that. It's like a, a real Halloween smorgasbord. <laughs> <laughs> um, candy corn. It's got vampire teeth. It's, damn. It squeaks. Like, it's, what, what more could a dog want in his life, honestly? I wish that that was a human toy, but it was made of actual candy corn. And then I could eat it. With a squeaker in the and middle? And then it also With squeaker? a squeaker in the middle. Oh. You know, you know, fucking uh, blow pops, but instead of bubble gum, it's a squeaker. Sure. Yeah. For sure. Sure. Um. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hey, but yeah, we can get we can get trucking. You had to watch a lot of. Uh... I did have to watch a lot in a short amount of time. I did yeah. actually before we before we properly introduce ourselves. I will say this. Um, I legit had to put the show on one point five speed to make sure I got it done, <laughs> and that was kind of funny. Uh, but some of my notes kind of thin out toward the end. Um, <laughs> I just got to sprint. That is how I felt at the end. You know, yeah. I was like, we just yeah. got to, just got to, just got to get this done and move on. I had to, lives. I had to remember to breathe in through my nose and out through my mouth to mm-hmm. get the, all the blood oxygenated, you know, and keep yeah. going. 
Yeah. Mm. Deep breaths. But anyway, we should probably do the intro now. Um, So, hi everybody, I'm Matt. And this is Riverdale Runs Through It. It's a podcast of Pep. And usually, it's a podcast where my mom and my friend Jim um, watch the seminal classic, not at all touched by Eldritch Horror show, Riverdale. <laughs> and uh, and then, or sorry, they endure it. We have to. I have to get that vocab down. Uh, they endure the show, Riverdale, and then tell me about it. But this week, we are done with season four. And now I have watched said season or the back half oh of said season. So now it's time for me to just kind of go insane. Uh, <laughs> it's that time of year, folks. Um, so I've watched season ele- or season four, episode 11, all the way to season five, episode three, because uh, there was some very, I would say the word is unprecedented events that happened at the end of season four, which made it impossible to finish the show uh, in one season. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what's happening this time. Yeah. Which I have so, to say it every time. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say, we're not going to make you say what the talk about what happened on the last episode, because you got to talk about what happened in the last, what, 14 episodes. Yeah. So I will get there. That's just that's just it's moving a little farther in the time slot. Yeah. That recap. Um, I know we need to be focused. Uh-huh. But can we do just like a really <laughs> random and wild aside? Sure. Okay. Two what facts have been haunting my brain recently because oh, we God. are. Uh, it, like it Archie's will be, It brain? will be past spooky season by the time this. This is actually cares. coming out. This is actually coming out on Halloween, tomorrow. Oh. Oh, hot damn! Really? Yeah. I thought we were like a week ahead or so. No. No. We're not. Nope. Um, didn't stick to that. <laughs> yeah. But okay. So these are two two great Halloween themed facts. One is. We, we mm. know, we talk about Eldritch Horrors and how Lovecraft kind of gave rise to that oh, yeah. Eldritch Horror thing, right? And he has a story where he talks about, like, this guy going down to the beach with cheese crackers. <laughs> and them shits was oh, Cheez-Its. Yeah. Cheez-Its existed at the time. Cheez-Its you know Cheez-Its. Some Cheez-Its. Yeah. You know, the made with real cheese? <laughs> yeah, made with real cheese. So, like, the red and orange box, that's what this motherfucker was carrying down to the beach <laughs> to, look, to look for Cthulhu with. <laughs> Shit Holy shit. I love it. Okay. <laughs> and the other thing wow. is just to remember, just to remind you all, just to remember that Edgar Allan Poe was born in Boston and probably had that accent. Oh, shit. Ah. Oh, no. Oh, that one hit me harder than the Lovecraft Cheez-Its thing. Oh, God. Oh, I can't even. I was trying to do quotes the Raven. And that oh, God. Hold on. Okay. Uh, well, hold on. Well, I'm going to drag this aside out a little more because okay. I'm going to pull up the it's raven. It's worth it. It's worth it. Is it. Once upon a midnight dreary while I pondered weak and Once upon weak and a midnight dreary. <laughs> uh, once I pondered weak and weary. There came a knocking at my door. My chamber door. My chamber door. <laughs> something, something uh, heard a rapping. Quote the raven nevermore. 
Oh my god! Happy Halloween, everybody! For walking there really quick. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's tough to do. It's tough to do. But it's just important to remember. Fuck! That sucks. (laughs) That also is so great. (laughs) It makes it a lot less spooky. Over over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore. Is that still? (laughs) That's not Boston. Boston. Pack you kind of have it yet. As some, uh, as someone <laughs> gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door, tis some visitor. I mut- I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> uh, never mind. It just—it makes me think of uh, the JFK song. Damn, that's like, a long fucking poem. Sorry. All right. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, most magnificent computer of them all, and women <laughs> are even cooler. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so anyway, um, also just to give people some context, I'm going to be really kind of just chomping at the bit through this episode, mainly because uh, I'm going on a on an international trip and my flight leaves at 10 p.m. And we are recording this at 3 p.m. So yeah, we got to 10 p.m. Yes. Yes. Yeah, on an international <laughs> flight. So we got to. Yep. So uh, we're, we're going to burn through it. There might not be a lot of bits in this one, but are you we saying did... that you're leaving on a jet plane. Yep. <laughs> but he does know when he'll be back again. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like that Edgar Allan Poe bit is. That's we, we're going to carry us coast on that for a little bit. I'm going to have to. You didn't tell us that the, the trip that you're going on is an international punch camp. It is an international punch camp. I'm going to be training Muay Thai in Thailand. So uh, I'll really know what it feels like to be Archie Andrews. E pluribus shin kick. In e pluribus <laughs> fucking uh, <laughs> rear elbow number four. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's why this episode's uh, energy is going to be just a bit off. <laughs> um, anyway... With that explanation aside, let's just fucking, I guess, get into it. So uh, we start all the way back. We slingshot back to season four, episode 11, that fucking quiz show episode. Oh, Um, Jesus. Oh, God. Sorry. This whole thing is going to be me remembering how much this season sucked. Because, I listen, I I did that same thing in my notes. Um, A, forgot about the whole fucking rum thing, gang. That was, I (laughs) totally forgot about that. Oh, they made, like, weird maple rum. Yep, they weird made weird maple rum. They said they just mixed it together, and I that just can't be right. And they um, marketed it to college students, which yeah, no oh, one has later. ever done before. Nobody, no, never. No um, one's ever tried to sell a college student alcohol. No, that's why not, would you think of that? That's no, they're too young. Yeah. Um. Wow. Just skimming through my notes, it like starts with the quiz show and the the fucking Jughead monologue. And it's like, everybody's excited for the quiz show, except for Archie. And it's like, duh. He doesn't know what quizzes are. Um, <laughs> he's never passed a quiz in his life. He's never been, yeah, he's never been in the same room as a quiz. <laughs> but there's that, like, whole thing. In this one, I said that Brett laughs like a horse. And I don't really remember what I meant it's by that. It's the teeth. I can tell it you exactly what it is. It's the teeth. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. This is also when Jughead tries to submit his uh, Bastard Brothers story. And... All of the shit that he says is just, like, one word off from the real thing, like, in the world. So there's, like, the brown hood and jarhead. And I did actually <laughs> get very mad at that. <laughs> the Look, names and places like, have bison been changed or some to shit? the innocent. It's bison, yeah. It totally was. Um, then there was, the, there was, like, the little aside with Kevin and Fangs. And Fangs was like... 
I, I just wrote down in my note. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but I wrote down in my notes. Uh, oh, sorry, Kev. I was just a little brainwashed. Can we still fuck? That was kind of the whole <laughs> mood of that scene. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe. Yeah, that's yeah. the energy, Kevin. Uh, uh, yeah, that's the energy he brought to it. Yeah. Um, I also wrote down. I don't know where this came from in my brain, but I just wrote down that B Double Dubs was a smarmy Martian, which I don't know why. Those you're words not came wrong. Together in my head, but uh, yeah. yeah, no. Smarm is definitely his thing. Yeah, like uh, oh boy. Smarmalade? There we go. Mm. Uh, so, <laughs> Paddington eating up all that Smarmalade. All right. There's uh, there's also a lot of sledgehammers in that episode. Because Betty goes and breaks her fucking dad's headstone, which I'm fairly certain is a crime. I feel it seems wrong enough to be a crime. Oh, um, I mean, maybe it's, it's not if her it's, dad's. If it's your own dad's. I guess so. I guess it's if it's your, in your family, you can do whatever you want to it. And then this is also when the tickle ring begins. This oh episode, God! Which ugh. Ugh, absolutely disgusting. Not not a fan. Um, this is like, also there's couldn't the scene, it just have been porn? It, it could have been, been fine porn. If it was porn. Well, no, it couldn't have been because they're still in high school. So this this is probably why. It was worse than um, porn. It was tickling. It, yeah, it was actually worse than porn. Mm-hmm. It turns out. Uh, but the reason I said there was a lot of sledgehammers in this episode was because Hiram comes into Le Bon Nui to like rate it and he just like opens up the secret cabinet with all the rum in it and is like this is all mine and he decides to destroy it with a sledgehammer yep um don't know really why that's a thing i don't own a sledgehammer i don't either there's no reason for you to own a sledgehammer same energy my mom used to bring to cleaning my room when i was at school ah interesting you know if i ever came home from school and my room was clean sledgehammer um (laughs) I knew that she threw out so much shit I didn't want thrown out. Mm-hmm. All your porn. Yeah, yep. all of my all of the porn I had in fifth grade. <laughs> oh, when you said school, I thought you meant like college. No. Nah. Um, I will also say there's like the this this is the beginning of the Maple Club, uh, like being the speakeasy thing, and they go and get uh Penelope in the mom bunker, um. <laughs> And her burn the scars monker. are completely healed. The Munker. Munker, but, no. But her burn scars are completely no. healed from there. Like, there are no burn scars on her. The fucking Munker healed her burn scars. It's, mm. it's underground. It's got good air, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. A the lot of sunlight, too. The Munker doesn't just stand for mom. It stands for medical. Ah, okay. Gotcha. All the red, the red cross on the uh, Bunker hatch got worn off over time. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Oh, the the fucking... This was also when Archie... Uh, I think this is when Daddy Uncle Frank comes into the picture. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, God. And he has that tussle with uh, former Keller at the construction site. And that scene, that fight scene was actually, I thought, pretty well choreographed. There was like... They were really getting into it. Like, uh, they really sold it. I um, hope those two guys actually just hate each other and had a real fist fight. Honestly, that would... I would love that. Um... <laughs> I also so uh, uh, they both live in Vancouver full time. They're probably bros. Mm, they probably are. Uh, and then I think the last they get onto the Vancouver bar and drink Vancouver beers. There you go. I think the last good note that I have is uh, Kevin. Kevin hits Fangs with the Gucci Gucci Goo proposition. Uh, <laughs> he, brings him in, he brings him into the tickle ring. <laughs> That's just really um, good. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah. Also, I forgot to I forgot to say that holy shit, nobody was lying about how the events in this show play out. I'm constantly surprised that the things that you say to me actually happen in this show. Seems like they shouldn't, right? Um, it really seems like they should, but uh, like they, they do. Yeah. Um. The next episode was Men of Honor, which was the dual episode. Uh, where oh, Jughead and Brett go do a three-round duel, which is an <laughs> oxymoron, I think, three times? Well, the teachers are like, well, that's the rules of duels. That's the rules we of duels, baby. You. There's There's the um, sword fight, the bare-knuckle brawl, and then chess. <laughs> um, which I said, like, if you're going to have a sword fight and not prompt it with, like, it's a fencing match with pads like with gear there's no draw in a sword fight <laughs> like that's kind of how it works um this is also the the episode where fucking the dude the other mercenary comes in and tries to kill daddy uncle frank so uh i totally forgot about the scene where uh he comes in and he's like it really he got our our old buddy got cancer and it really tore up his guts <laughs> He tore up his guts real bad. I'm, I'm so sorry to tell you like this. He can't stop shitting. He can't stop shitting. It's all bad. Um, it's very, very. It was very funny because that was really the line. It tore up his guts. Like that's the real line that somebody had to say. Like trying to be emotional, but seriously, and not as a no, and not as a yeah. It's also um, you take it a step further back. Uh, uh-huh. it's a line a bunch of people wrote and read in a room, and they all looked at each other and nodded and went, "Yeah, that's good." Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's it. yeah. That'll yeah, yeah. really take. Th- this will really yeah. put the emphasis on the like tragedy of the situation. Is saying the words it really tore up his guts. It's also how your your worst coworker refers to eating Taco Bell. Yeah, like oh man, I really <laughs> you, you, you know, you know how that, that terrible coworker you you have thinks it's hilarious that he can't digest Taco Bell. Yeah, first of all, he should see a doctor because yeah, come like, on, come on, man, your gut bacteria is just fucked. Mm-hmm. But, but, but like, he loves to tell you about how he can't digest Taco Bell. Yeah, yep. how he made a choice like, to go to oh. a bad fast food por- place and now he's gonna Ooh. poop himself to death. Man, there is nothing wrong with Taco Bell. If you can't digest Taco Bell, I really think you should see a doctor. I mean, you are digesting Taco Bell as we as speak right now. Literally right now. It's not that hard. It is not, um, not difficult. <laughs> uh, but also, so this whole thing is uh, the scene where Daddy Uncle Frank is attacked in the kitchen, and then Archie comes in and save him, saves him, and he's like, I forgot my phone. Forgot my phone. Uh, which, perfect line, okay? Little ray of sunlight in this absolute dog shit show um <laughs> i also made a point to say that this fucking mercenary plot he was like yeah arch i went into pr- a private contract mercenary business and it's like this is needed this is totally needed um <laughs> yeah. and you can't just totally... be a little bit of a flake like that it would be fine if you were just yeah, a little man. bit of a flake it would be so cool you don't need a weird past that we need to dig up um i, I mean Beans are reasonably high in fiber. I don't. I just don't. <laughs> okay. This, this continues to not make sense to me at all. <laughs> God damn it. Um. So this is also the. <laughs> this is also the episode where Betty and Jughead go and talk to Miss Chipping. Um. 
the oh uh, yeah senorita she gives, chips. she hands over a trove of his papers yep um <laughs> in this scene i've weirdly noticed that she put out way too much cookies and tea for like three people she was mm. like expecting more people it seems like or maybe she was told that jughead was coming and would eat all of her shit um jughead does like to eat stuff well he was homeless for a while he's been dude. food insecure for a long time he's yeah man yeah um, and then the, so after that, the fencing match happens and I Ugh. swear to God, it could have been like two toddlers on shoulders, the way this was choreographed. I don't know why I honed in on, <laughs> on the choreo for this, for this fencing match, but it was like two kids with sticks. It was not, there was no like form taught, which now that I'm saying it, they're just in high school. Like they're not supposed to know how fencing works, this but is also, always, uh, Anytime there's a sword fight on a TV or in a movie or anything like that, yeah, uh, I always mark when the two combatants are swinging at each other's swords, and neither of them is swinging a lethal blow that is being defended. They are both swinging at each other's swords, which is not. Yeah, useful. you want to aim for the person <laughs> it holding the sword. <laughs> yeah, like uh, you're, you're not trying to hit the other person's sword; you're trying to hit them in the guts. <laughs> Yeah, you're trying to fucking tear up their guts. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you're trying to do so, them in like Taco Bell. Exactly. <laughs> well, yes. Make sure. like Taco Fine. Bell and tear up their guts. That's how sword fights work. So, uh, and anytime a Jedi turns their back to their opponent to like do a big gigantic roundhouse swing, I'm just like, uh, God, oh, damn it. God, They're, you're leaving <laughs> like, yourself wide open. Um, like, don't. Don't show your back to an enemy with a sword, you yep. fucking idiot. <laughs> like, yep. That is a terrible idea. Especially a fucking laser one, too, Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Um, so this is also the episode with Katie Keene where Veronica uh, goes to New York for some reason. Just to yeah, go Oh, yeah. Jail. She goes to New York to hear that Katie Keene's mommy is sick to prepare us for Hiram having nodes. For, for yeah, for right. Hiram having nodes. Daddy's got a disease. Um... There's also the, like, you know, the drawing out the ex-mercenary at the rec center, and then he's put in jail. And then he dies, I think. I think that's that whole thing. Also, I wrote down, as soon as Nick St. Clair came onto the screen, I just wrote in all caps, Nick St. Blah. This fucking um, guy. This, because this fucking guy. Yeah. Um, and then they, they also talked to Moose, and I was like, Moose, he's out of the warehouse. Um, uh... Nick oh, St. Clair was say... a more effective villain before we met B-Double Dubs. Yeah, he the was. The avatar I mean, of everything we hate about mediocre white men who think they're great. <laughs> and he just yeah. can't hold up. Yeah. yeah. The, I feel like Nick St. Clair walked so that B-Double Dubs could run. Yeah. Um, it seems like the, the logical pro progression. I also made a note that um, for this episode in particular, they took the warehouse by the ankles and shook it. Because they just like, <laughs> they, everybody's showing up. Um. Uh. Oh, and there's like a restraining order, and Betty is just like not does not care. Then there was like an emotional scene. I can't remember what that was about. It was like maybe, maybe Archie and Daddy Uncle Frank being like, but, but you're my daddy uncle. You can't leave. And he's like, I have to. I gotta go fight bears. Um. He's gonna go dismantle a. He's gotta go dismantle a fucking <laughs> mercenary mercenary group. group. Yep. Then it goes to the, the boxing round, the bare knuckle boxing. And mom, when you said Cole Sprouse had T Rex arms, you <laughs> were not lying. I He's remember like, me trying to make you get your arms into and that. And I what 
Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. I wrote down, someone please teach Cole Sprouse how to keep his guard up. He looks like he learned how to fight from Chef Boyardee, which I don't know what that means, but maybe it's because of the noodle arms. There it is. That's because he had noodle arms. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, they started bad. that boxing round, and I was like, oh, oh, oh no. God. I feel like I could take Cole Sprouse just having seen him act at boxing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, we're just fighting with our fists? Great. I'll keep them around. Yeah, I should keep them near my ribs, right? Right? Yeah, because those are the ones that hurt. Yeah, I'm going to keep my elbows way out to keep a lot of space around me. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm in a mosh pit. I'm going to really keep it, keep my distance. Um, So then that happens, and Jughead knocks uh, B-double-dubs out in one fell swoop, and that was sick. Uh, And then... Oh, boy. The, oh, then, okay. The fucking fight scene in... Because the, the mercenary escapes prison and goes after Archie. And there's that whole fight scene in the fucking bathroom where he rips a pipe out of the wall and stabs <laughs> the dude with the pipe. And Kevin walks in and is like, what is happening? What? And then the mercenary keeps going, pulls the fucking pipe out of his shoulder... And, like, is going to stab Archie with it. And then he gets brained by a fucking uh, football trophy. That scene was wild. wild. I loved it. It Buck wild. What fun. Um, Kevin's entrance really made that scene. It would have been a boring, normal fight. Right. But then Kevin had to come in and perfect. Amazing. Um, yeah, he had to like stand in for us in the what the fuck is happening yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, then oh boy, oh this was also the scene where they were trying to get the sex tapes that uh, Brett had, and they they like break into the fucking secret sanctum of this secret society and no alarms go off. But as soon as they find the hidden compartment, Brett gets a fucking Apple watch notification. And it's like, <laughs> you got to have more alarms than just the one secret. Sanctum. He just like, you popped to- an air yeah. tag into that cubby. Yeah. Their security is pretty fucked. Yeah. Um, but that was also during the, they like start the chess match in the classroom and then they finish it in the secret sanctum. And then he, there's like a whole weird thing. Uh, but then, like, Jughead puts himself in checkmate and, like, goes back to fucking uh, Riverdale High. But this is the episode before the murder. Um, it's the end of the episode. This is where Daddy's got nodes. Um, I think they said something about him, like, withering away. And I said, Daddy's going to shrivel up like a raisin. <laughs> uh, he can't, though, because raisins are soft. Yeah. Um, Eventually, then... they get really dry, and then they're incredibly hard. Yeah, mm, mm. and then you can put them in bread, and they get re- I don't know. make it so dry for you. So dry for you. <laughs> Flatten out the raisins. Uh, and then this is also at the end of this episode is when they're like, "Oh, it's Donna. It's not Brett." And it's like, "Fucking duh." Absolutely not smart enough to nadoy. Come up with a plan. Yeah. Um, this big dumb idiot. Oh, and here it is, season four, episode thirteen, "The Ides of March." Uh, Stick a pin in exactly dies. when it is once a season. Yep. It's it's just how it is. Um, I actually do have a counter in my notes every time they said the Ides of March. You said it like four <laughs> times. 
I was going to say, was it three or all. four? <laughs> it's it's four. Yeah, it was um, at least at least four. Yeah. Also, uh, so there's the whole thing. There's like the whole introductory scene where they show Hiram being sick because he's all shaky. Um, oh, his hand shakes or something. Yep, old daddy shaky hands. Yeah, because <laughs> um, that's what the nodes do. Yeah, uh, and, and then shake. Jughead gets in trouble because his girlfriend was in the sanctum. And I wrote down um, it was like in the in the rules of the fucking secret society. Like uh, Mr. Dupont was like, it's a cl- it clearly states in the in the contract or whatever. And so I wrote down page five, section B, subsection alpha, line four <laughs> clearly states no girlfriends in the fucking sanctum, Jughead. <laughs> um, <laughs> no girls allowed. Uh, read the fucking um, rules. Read the fucking rules. Except for Joan and Donna. Except for Joan and Donna, but they're part of the thing. They're not girlfriends. They're they're almost as good as born rich. <laughs> they're Whitman. gal pals. Yeah, yeah, they're gal pals. Uh, and then I get we get two Ides of March yeah, counters. They're, they're the right off the the, uh, the members of the leopards eating faces party that were like, oh, the leopards would never eat my face. Yeah. Um. Oh, there's so this is the this is the episode where uh, Veronica tries to fuck and party all her feelings away. Mm, mm. Um, so there's like, a, I think there's a scene where, uh, they like, oh, it's before the woods, but I just wrote down, I need a grubby place to get hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this is no, that's from Hiram's perspective. Cause he goes to the gym to work out and he's like, I need a, pro- a grubby place to get hard again. Um, cause I'm so <laughs> soft. I mean, it also applies to, I guess it does Veronica also in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a double whammy. Who doesn't need a grubby place to get hard? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is also the the, the episode where uh, Hermosa uh, gets that white wig on and like tries to infiltrate the business, um, and so but they like catch it beforehand. So uh, Tony and Cheryl try and like seduce her, and I wrote down uh, my partner and I saw you waving a blank check around from across the bar, and we really like your vibe. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Um, but this is actually, so sorry, this is the episode where he has to, has, he like gets in front of the council and there's brick bridge instead of stonewall, jarhead and bison. And it's all bad. Bison in particular gave me a yeah. rash. Yeah. That really, <laughs> ooh, it was not good. <laughs> um but yeah also i think the there's like a scene (laughs) it's a different giant animal that you don't want to crash into in your car for sure yeah that idiots in national parks try to pet that's yeah bad idea oh such a bad idea um apparently jughead did did plagiarism the most heinous crime a writer can commit so the order of crimes in severity that a writer can commit, it starts with plagiarism and then goes to murder and tax yeah, step fraud. step down murder. And then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, there's the scene where Veronica is like sneaking a flask into school and Mr. Honey comes at her and then Archie's like, no, it's mine, which is dumb. There's what a no loyal reason. little himbo he is. Yep. He's like, oh, um, fuck it, I'm not graduating anyway. Mm-hmm. And then Veronica tries to make it up to him by fucking him in the chemistry room. And he says something about Dr. Beaker. 
coming in. And <laughs> I said that Dr. Beaker was the substitute filling in for Dr. Bunsen. You mm. know, the Muppets. Mm. I, I see. They're both chemistry things. I million like percent forgot that it was Dr. Beaker. To yep. the point that you said yep. that, and I was like, I can't believe he just made that up. No, I I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that was real. <laughs> no, that was real. Yeah, shit sucked. Um, then, oh, the fucking wig snatch was so good. That fucking wig snatch was, <laughs> mwah, oh, art. Uh, when Veronica, when they like bring uh, Hermosa back to the Maple yeah. Club, and Veronica's like, I know it's fucking you. Hermosa, come on. Um, <laughs> you think I don't know a cheap blonde wig when I see one? Yeah, come on. She has one of her own. A wig and glasses? Try to steal my shit. Also, there's... <laughs> Hiram says something about awake, like awakening the dragon, and I'm like, a dragon with nodes? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. There's like a whole bunch of... I, the vocab that they use in this show is so weird. Like, throughout the entire thing... Chums is used, like, way too often. Like, it's a normal thing to say. It starts with Nick St. Blah, but then it just, like, they're, like, peppered in, and I don't understand why. I think it's just their tragically Canadian sensibilities. It might be. I, I don't know if uh, Chums is a Canadian thing. I just like to take any opportunity possible to reference Scott Pilgrim. Mm, maybe. There's the... <laughs> There's this scene where uh, Archie's about to sign over the construction company to, to Vic, but then he's like, no, I want to keep it. And I said that Archie was giving Vic blue nuts and bolts. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I, uh, okay. Yeah. I, I repeat, <clears throat> Archie better mm -hmm. have given that fucking company to Vic. Dude, I also Just no, he give gives it, it to, to he gives it to former Keller. But then former Keller becomes a sheriff at the end. That's what I mean. At the well, end of this, like before he fucking get on the gets on the <laughs> bespoke army bus. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. army bus that's just for him. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, I, I, I stand by the thing with the fucking... It's just... Uh, it's the first stop. Um, <laughs> I think there's the... there's a, This is where we start to sow the seeds of, like, Archie not graduating. Because there, there's the scene where he's in bed with Veronica, and he's like, I don't know if I'm going to... I might just go to community college or like be the or do whatever, and so I have two notes back to back. That's like, babe, I'm dumb, and then it's it's okay, babe. You're not dumb enough to fuck, and then they just fuck again. Also, the one the one good thing that comes, I I feel like there's always one good thing to come out of an episode, and this one, I'm not sure if we talked about it when we were recording this specific episode, but when Jughead arrives at the party in the woods, Brett is dressed like Caesar. And he says, friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your beers while they're standing around a keg. <laughs> Maybe the one clever line. And I was like, shit, that was so funny. Um, I was really mad that, that I, I liked that. And yeah. then um, yeah, that's how I feel when anytime I like anything on this show. Yep. It's like, God damn it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they and work then, so hard for yeah. me to utter, utterly revile everything they do. And then here they made me laugh. Fuck. Yeah. Damn it. Um, and then Donna is revealed to be like a whole mastermind. She like went to visit Evelyn Ever and Ever at Shankshaw. Um, but the only thing I got out of the scenes with her is that she never blinks and her eyes are so huge. I don't know why. I just wrote down that she has a chronic case of doll eyes. Like they're just she always really open. She really does. And it's just kind of unsettling. And then that 
you know, that's when the fucking murder happens. And now we're on to episode 14, which is how to get away with murder. And right away, like, Jughead's dead, and then he's immediately narrating the episode. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you've already broken the fucking illusion. <laughs> yeah, it's... Like, if you really wanted people to believe it, then fucking don't have, like, have Archie do it. Have Betty you know? narrate it. Have Their Betty absolute narrate failure to make the dead Jughead thing work, even for the two episodes that they try to make it work, yeah, is just, just an insult right. to the talent of TV writers everywhere. Yeah, it is and so all of us fucking. Yeah, it is so fucking obnoxiously stupid and poorly mismanaged mm-hmm. that the fact they even attempted it is an insult. Yeah, like it's they up. just they fucked it up so thoroughly. <sighs> At every level. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and committed and to it so hard, so even though hard. they fucked it up so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's the scenes where everybody's getting home and they tell their parents different stories. And I just wrote down, like, they have to just think that they've been fucking. And they just kind of, I don't know, something went wrong. Like, ha- Mom, God forbid that I came home from a weird party just in my underwear. <laughs> and you were like... What the fuck happened? And I was like, uh, we were playing strip poker in the woods. You'd <laughs> be like, all right, put pants on. All right, man. <laughs> I got you a doctor's appointment for tomorrow. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you're going to get some vaccines post-haste. Yeah. You're going to put so much penicillin in you. Yeah, man. <laughs> so much. Um, so that was like the whole thing. And then they have that scene at Pops. Does penicillin have a recommended daily allowance like fiber and, and protein? Because that's how much you're getting. An RDA. We're just gonna get yep. an IV set up and yeah. Oh yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be fine. I'm gonna have a hydro pack, but it's gonna be full of penicillin. <laughs> You're gonna oh. wheel that penicillin IV around for like a, a solid <laughs> couple hours and then oh, yeah. then we're good. And then be good to go. The the scene in, at Pops where they're like, We gotta how could we be so stupid trying to get our story straight? Yada yada yada. And then it's also, like Also, how much plan B do you think we need? <laughs> <laughs> like, let's you know, <laughs> um, so there's the very quick um, series of events where it's like we have to act normal. And then Kevin's like, hey, guys, the variety show's going to go on. And then Archie's like, get out of here, Kev. Yeah, Archie's immediately <laughs> the least normal. You and guys, then, we got to be so Betty, normal. <laughs> yeah. And then Betty's like, Archie, what the fuck? get back over here (laughs) it's pretty funny it it is very funny um this is also when we're introduced to mary's uh sea girlfriend yeah uh which is great gf of the sea Mm -hmm. her salt wife uh uh and that's cool and then betty goes to like plant the bug in stonewall and they have that back and forth of like well i remember you guys going into the Woods with Jughead, and they're like, "But no, you went into the woods with." Jughead. The energy of that scene is, and it was delightful. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, <laughs> then Betty sends Archie to go beat up B Double Dubs, which is great. That's awesome. Because yeah. that's normal. That's totally normal. That's a normal response. <laughs> that's a normal thing. Archie um, and goddamn. <laughs> but then again, the one little thing that I was like, "Ah, shit, that's good." Is um. Brett's nickname for Archie is Elmo, which <laughs> I don't mwah. know. I missed that. That is mwah. savage. Missed That's that so too. good. 
That is savage as it's, hell. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> fucking noodle armed red muppet. Yeah, <laughs> that's man. amazing. It's so good. Um, I also said that Betty. Oh, there was like some sort of conversation going on where Archie was talking to somebody. He was in his room talking to his mom, and he gets a call from Betty that's like, "Oh yeah, he's about I'm to Veronica. crack." Yeah. <laughs> and I just said that Betty has an Archie puppet because she's like really just trying to keep everything under control. Then this is finally when they find out how to ping a phone from uh <laughs> right. from fucking jelly bean. Yeah. This the upsetting thing is like once you know the timeline, you still have to confront the fact that FP didn't give a shit Jughead was gone and was not looking for him. Yeah. Before he was aware that he was alive. Yeah. That's the other thing. Um, when the situation was Jughead might be dead, FP was just like, eh. Nah, all right. He'll come home. Whatever. It's fine. Eh, he'll walk it off. He did um, disappear halfway to Canada with Archie that one time. And no one cared. I mean, FP knew he was going. Yeah. I mean, so there's that whole search party thing. Or, that, sorry, the the evidence is stacking against Betty right now. Everything is going according to plan vis-a-vis Stonewall prep. Then, everything's coming uh, up Donna. Everything's coming up Donna. And then they're like trying to scramble and figure out a way to save themselves, which they do. Then Veronica tries to console her bad daddy and be like, what can I do to help? And I just, he was like, I, I immediately went superhero route. And I was like, dude, okay, what can I do to help? All right, we got to find a whole bunch of radioactive spiders and just have them bite me <laughs> and see if that fixes my notes. The thing about Spider-Man is that anybody could be Spider-Man. Yeah, that's the whole thing. You know, and Hiram has money and surely knows some evil scientists, so... Yeah, I feel like a a Spider-Man in Riverdale is not too far off. It's pretty... I feel like it's pretty easy. God, I'm so excited for the rest of the show. Archie will probably become a Spider-Man in the next season. I think... Well, there's obviously going to be real magic next season. They're really just going to turn it up to 11. It's, this shit's gonna go off the rails. Shit. I'm so excited. It's gonna go yeah. off the Ar- fucking Archie's rails. Archie's gonna go to war in like Eastern Europe slash West Asia. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna take a troop ship to get there. I'm I'm confident. Oh my god. Yep. Oh like my a god. 19, 1940s style troop ship. He's not gonna take a plane. He's gonna take a fucking troop ship with forty thousand other guys. It's mm-hmm. gonna be absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I've just had a really chilling foreboding what? he's absolutely gonna fight a guy with a bayonet I'm, no. I'm telling you that right now oh yeah dude is archie going anyway. to become a hemingway oh like will oh, no. will he... war have changed him and will he come back and be like i'm an author now because of my oh my god war experience that would be honestly like if here. him and jughead become like your Tolkien's and like your writers. C.S. Lewis's. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I got okay. I'm working Holy on it. We should we should do our 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 predictions at the end. We of this. should do this. But this is we I got stuff flash, percolating yeah. now, baby. No, yeah, <laughs> percolating. Yeah, no, yeah. keep it keep it at a, at a low simmer. Yep. Okay, yep. We, yeah. we got some stuff to do. Um, <laughs> so turn the heat down to low. Yeah, but <laughs> so <laughs> uh, this is also when they find the rock in the woods, um, and they like. They send it to fucking Quantico. <laughs> <laughs> and then they do the handoff. And I really, I don't know why it killed me, but Betty painting the rock with a, a paintbrush was so funny to me. Like trying to do, <laughs> trying to make it overly like complicated to have the illusion of, of uh, blood splatter. Mess. Yeah. I mean, the, the Quantico makes some amount of sense. That's like where the FBI crime lab is. Yeah, but also no. 
Um, yeah, that fact is correct. Sending the fact it there. is sending it there for a random murder that the FBI has almost nothing to do with. Yeah, and, and definitely should not have anything to do with. Yeah, they should probably stay out of small town crimes. Like, there's um, there's definitely no federal jurisdiction here. No, <laughs> for, of course for not. any of these crimes. Um, and unless, and this is a big if, unless Stonewall is across the border out of Riverdale State and in New Hampshire or something. Yeah. And then, then you've got a, a murder across state lines and maybe the FBI might, oh, might step in. I thought you just meant that, um, <laughs> New Hampshire is such a libertarian mess that federal jurisdiction is needed for every crime. There. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> might also be true. Sure. Sure. Yeah, maybe. Um, then uh, there's there's a thing where it's like, well, maybe they had more blood from Jughead. And it's like, how much blood did they, did they like siphon off blood from Jughead while he was asleep to like prep for this so they could have a second rock? They should have um, done the thing, the classic um, put your blood in bags and freeze it yeah. situation. There we go. Hmm. Like, a, like a modern day vampire, you know? Yeah. Then what else? There was some sort of choking acting that I thought was very bad, and I don't remember what was happening there. Oh, you know what it was? It was when Betty flashed back to getting devil's breathed. Oh. And the, like, choking, coughing acting that she did was not good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit. They, they couldn't do, like, a couple more takes of that? Um, also, the I am still in hate with the thing about devil's breath being real. Like, the it's fact real. that we looked it up yeah. and it was real. Yeah. I also, for some reason, latched on to uh, Stonewall Prep having too many fucking stained glass windows. They have so many. And they have to have a bunch they in the basement many. because every time somebody jumps out of one, it is repaired immediately. It is, yeah. They, yeah. They have so many backups. Um, also, again, season this season, obsessed with the word chums. I, I say it here, and then I say <laughs> later on in my notes that the chum counter is off the charts. I should have been counting how many times I said chums. Um, oh, this is where they, they find the body, I believe. Yeah, because then they, like, identify the body, and the Brett and Donna, like, try and bust into the morgue, and they're, like, ushered out. And then there's a scene where Archie's on his, like, sitting on his bed, and Mary comes in, and she's like, here's all your trauma. I'm so sorry that you have to deal with all this trauma. Let me go through, let me index all this trauma for you. And it's like, thanks. <laughs> Like your best friend died, and um, like oh yeah, here's every business bad thing. And, yeah, and it's like wow, thanks. I was I'm actually loving thinking about this right now. And then Betty says she's a wild card, so I just wrote down wild card bitches in, <laughs> uh, in all caps. Betty cut the brakes. Betty cut the brakes. Wild card. Now season four, episode fifteen. Time uh, to die for. Which is uh, is this one? This is the documentary episode that Alice makes. It's that kind of stuff. Oh god! And she's got she's got too many cameras for a homemade film. <laughs> there are too many cuts <laughs> to different angles, and Kevin is helping her. And there are too many cameras. That's where. <laughs> that's it's where JB got the, the cameras. One. That is holy shit. That's actually probably the the fucking headcanon. But yeah, this is amazing. Just too many cameras. Like no, they'd be shooting this on one camera. There would be no cuts like this. Come on, you're really gonna take the time to edit together other footage? No. It's like in a lot of shitty TV shows when they'll they'll go back to like uh, security camera footage of a scene that already happened and just play the scene as it was shot originally. 
And I'm yeah. like, no, this, the camera, That's this, not... the security camera doesn't have these angles. Yeah, <laughs> Like, now. this is one single elevated camera looking down on them from above in the fucking corner. <laughs> like, yep. I can't see their faces in, in these different shots. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Ah, come on. Whenever a show cuts back to security camera footage of a thing happening and it's actually, like, looks like it was shot from a security camera, I'm so impressed with them. Yeah. (laughs) Like, fuck yeah. Um, That's the attention to detail I like. I also mentioned that Alice making this documentary is some absolute nightmare parenting because she's like, how are you feeling about your boyfriend's murder (laughs) to Betty? And it's like, well, I'd rather not talk about this right now. Thanks. Yeah. What a horrible way to ask how I'm doing. Thank you. Yeah. Jesus. Um, the scene where... Also, not a great way to do a journalism. Also, yeah. Also that. Uh, the scene where Betty is going to pick up Jughead's stuff, and Brett comes in, and he's like, good job. You killed your boyfriend. The end of that scene is so weirdly robotic because Brett steps back backwards out of the doorway and like fully turns 90 degrees and then starts walking. And it was really... I don't know why it... like broke my fucking suspense of disbelief but i was like the fuck walk like a normal person (laughs) um (laughs) i don't know why i really got into that also i keep forgetting that archie has that serpent tattoo there's the scene of him and uh veronica in bed and then hermosa comes in and she's like "Ooh, abs and it was gross but i just keep forgetting that he's got that fucking serpent tattoo they remember that doesn't they and that jughead doesn't they uh they got over the bear scars. They feel like... No, there were bear scars. They were just light. They're... I was looking oh, for okay. them. There are occasionally bear scars. There are occasionally bear scars. There's not always bear scars, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes there's bear scars. There's bear scars. When, when I was looking for them, they were there. So there, that's kind of... There is never Jughead's scar from where his tattoo was cut off. That's right. <laughs> they never remember that scar. I totally forgot that Jughead <laughs> got a fucking tattoo cut off. Penny yeah, Peabody. His, his serpent tattoo is 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 fully sheared off of his body by Penny Peabody, and there is no scar. <laughs> That's right. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> you, I feel like you got to cut pretty deep to cut off someone's tattoo. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like you're, uh, beneath a couple layers of skin. Yep. That's, you got to really fuck somebody up to cut off their tattoo. Yeah. Then there's the whole thing about Dr. Kirtle finding some stuff. Ugh. FP goes to Stonewall and uh, has a warrant to search Donna's room. And there's obviously like a planted uh, tie pin, right? And I said that FP was chewing in that scene. Like FP was really fucking putting on the, putting on the heat. And Donna was just not. Mm. The, I don't know. I, like FP was really emotional and Donna was trying to be. But I guess that was kind of the point. Now that I'm so about evidently, uh, Stonewall is within the city limits of Riverdale, where yeah, because he had, where FP has jurisdiction to yeah, execute he had a search warrant. Mm-hmm. Then Betty, Archie, Veronica get arrested, and then they're questioned. And uh, Archie's vocab for the entire interview is just lawyer because he has his mom with him. <laughs> um, and then uh, something comes to light. I can't remember, but there's a scene where Donna. I think it's just like Donna gets spooked by FP being there, so. She goes in and, like, rips Brett's video game out of his hands. And his, like, his reaction of, like, hey, uh, was really authentic <laughs> to me. I really felt it. I, I wasn't was like, at a Damn. safe point. Uh. Come on. Uh. Um, there's also, there, uh, there's some sort of, there's some scene where there's a, a shade of, like, well, tough luck. And I really wanted them to say tough noogies. I really just want <laughs> tough noogies to be put back into the zeitgeist. Because I love that <laughs> saying. 
Um, yes, let's bring it back. That's, that's just kind of that's just something I want. You know, my, my version of tough nuggies is sucks to suck. Sucks to suck is also good. <laughs> um, but I don't know. There's just something to like a. I feel like tough noogies is a lighter version of sucks to suck. There's like it's a little friendlier. Like if you just want to, it's a little friendlier, a little more playful. Yeah, it's a little more like life. What are you gonna do? Yeah, a little less uh, personal. Yeah. <laughs> um, then there's the funeral with the closed casket um, and sweat peas there, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so dumb this whole scene. Uh, and then. Let's see. I mean, there's the whole thing where everybody's very sad, and I just said, God, I can't hear anything in this scene because of all the chewing going on. (laughs) (laughs) There's just so much. And then um, I had to bring up the fact that noted alcoholic FP is drinking, but it's his son's funeral, so he might get a pass. Um, And then he gets fired slash he quits uh, because Hiram's like, Stick a pin in it. From here to the end of this season, this town has no sheriff. (laughs) No sheriff. No, no sheriff. None at all. Um, and then there's the scene where Brett is told by Donna to rush the casket. And his defense is, she told me to. You guys Whoa. heard her. Yeah. You heard her. She told uh, me to. She told the rapid me to. transformation of Brett from being like the big bad to being like A Donna's kind of little dog. bitchy dog. Yeah. Is, is so good. It's kind of sick. He just um, immediately transforms. Yep. From being uh, like this this intimidating white man to, to being, being just like a, just, just the a most fucking... mediocre piece of shit. Yep. Uh, there's also this the shot of Reggie. The rumor gets started that he's alive, and it starts out with like it's Reggie, and he's like, "So how do you feel about uh, the rumor that he's still alive?" And he's like, "I'm really upset because that would be the best prank ever." And it's like, <laughs> Reggie. You never stop being Stay you. Stay gold, pony boy. Come on, man. That's awesome. <laughs> he loves them pranks. Yep. Like that time um, he killed his dad. <laughs> like that time he fucking killed his dad. He definitely killed his he fucking father. definitely killed his dad. Killed, definitely killed, killed his, dad. his dad. Hit the body. Holy never told shit, anyone. he killed his dad. Yeah. In this house, we believe science is real. Reg killed his dad. Reg killed his dad. <laughs> and... Death and taxes are all that are uh, constant in life. Yep. Rich killed his dad. Rich killed his dad. Never forget. Roscoe's the dog I'm staying with. He's a good boy. Ah. He Um, just came over to see what I was doing. (laughs) Does he want to weigh in on uh, whether Reggie killed his dad or not? Uh, He definitely agrees. Okay, good. Um, Then this is the part where uh, there's like the whole veggie. There's the whole Barchi thing because, you know, Betty tries to find solace in Archie, and then Veronica blows up all in quotes, and then... Oh, man. Imagine how shitty Tumblr fans must have been when this happened. Oh, my God, dude. It was, it must have been fucking crazy. I feel like I missed out. I bet it was... Yeah. I bet I would have loved it. Uh, just being so mad at Betty. Uh, yeah. It has to have been a horrible time to be on the internet. Or a beautiful time. Yeah, I... Or a beautiful Depending time on to see what you find all to be of these whiny people. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Probably but not then, that much fun for Betty. So then there's the whole, that whole thing blows up. There's that weirdly specific group text with everybody in this school except for Veronica that Cheryl, like, texts out. <laughs> um, and then there's a the whole blow up with, with uh, Veronica being like, is that, is the music room just where you take all your... <laughs> 
fucks because they <laughs> fucked so many times. Like the fact that the music room is where Archie fucks is so funny to me. The room with um, the window in the door. Yeah, come yeah. on. Fucking anywhere, literally anywhere else. Jughead was under the stairs also, for so long. A piece of tape uh, and a piece of notebook paper would solve this problem. And also that. Maybe this is too much information, but if I was going to fuck in high school, it definitely would have been in the music room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would have enough. absolutely been in the bedroom. <laughs> but then it's it, there's a cutback to Kevin, like an interview, and, and Alice is like, so what are your thoughts on this whole thing? And then he just like rapid fires all of the ship names that have ever been thought of for any character in this whole show. And it was like a whirlwind of like Barchi and uh, I guess it was also Varchi and Bughead and like all that shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, I forgot about all those. My favorite thing about Kevin's characterization is once like every three or four episodes, they make him be so gay. Yeah. Most of the times he's just a guy who <laughs> happens to be gay. But like yeah. every third or fourth episode, they do something that's just like, oh no, Kevin's not a gay guy. Kevin is gay. Is gay. Capital gay. <laughs> All right. And this was that moment. Yeah. Um, but then the thing is finally revealed that like uh oh, the one thing, there's like an interstitial scene where Donna shows up at Riverdale High. And is like, I know what you're fucking doing because I've seen the tape and you're hungry for Jug's dick. And it's like two times. There have been two times in this episode where the quality of Jughead's dick has been revealed and nobody cares. Because there's the <laughs> beginning scene where Cheryl's like, you're going to kill yourself because you can't get that good dick anymore. <laughs> and I'm going to watch you. Um, but then it's revealed that Jughead's alive, um, which shocker. And then there's the there's the two scenes where it's like you didn't actually feel anything when you kissed Archie slash Betty, and so I just wrote down both times, Nah, babe, we're gonna be together forever. And then Nah, babe, we're gonna be together forever. Part two, <laughs> just like. Um, but also when they when they're naming everybody that's in on the grift, it's like it could be the entire town, like the entire town, could know that Jughead is actually alive, based on who knows. It's insane. And then that's the end of that, that episode? Yeah. Basically, Run we learned to... by the time they had the funeral, literally everyone at the funeral knew he wasn't dead. Everyone. Yeah. Literally everyone. It was like, are you serious right now? Um, now we're on to season four, episode 16, The Locked Room. This episode sucked shit. Oh. Just because yep. the room is locked doesn't make it a locked <laughs> doesn't room. Doesn't make it meet the definition of a locked room. <laughs> exactly. And this whole fucking... The, the whole part of the scene was so exhausting. The only good part about it was the fucking DuPont fling out the window. God. That was awesome. But, like, Forrest Peepaw showing up, that was kind of cool. What um, do we think that fancy school's budget for stained glass windows is? It's got to be a lot, right? <laughs> it's got to be a lot. I mean, they ha- they probably just have a glass shop in the basement to just keep replacing all the windows. Um, I-, I think that the real problem here is that none of it's actually glass. It's all sugar glass so that it's easy uh, for teachers to jump through and die. There you go. So, uh, like, they could just have a whole closet full of it. It's not, like, real stained glass. Yeah. This is not a workplace that offers good life insurance benefits. Yeah, I don't think uh, – well, I think since he stole the Baxter Brothers thing, he's probably been saving up a bunch. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, this whole locked room thing is so exhausting. They, they did, in fact, stone-cold murk Jonathan, though. That is one thing that we know for sure. Oh, yeah. It's like 
he's still got food poisoning. It's like, no, they, he got poisoning poisoning. They absolutely murdered him and put yep. him in a hole with Reg's dad. Yep. And no one cared. because They buried him above <laughs> Reg's dad. It's been that long. Um, I did write down, never enter a battle of wits with a jughead when death is on the line. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, but then there's also, there's the scene where, like, uh, the continuation of the scene where Betty and Veronica, or, sorry, Veronica and Archie find Betty over Jughead's corpse, um, where she, like, snaps out of it. And then she has Archie Duke chest compressions, but she does the, the fucking breaths, and it's like, even she won't let anybody kiss Jughead, even if he might be dying. Like, even during CPR, she's like, no, I gotta kiss his mouth. It's me. Don't Um, worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, I did give points to Jughead for using the, the term Gordian knot because I like that. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, also the exit interviews with all the stone co- the with all the Stonewall people. Um, Joan just being stone cold and being like, "I have diplomatic immunity. What friends are you talking about?" Like, holy shit! All right, I don't know them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know them. I don't know what's happening. Also, they really beat the shit out of. B double does. Oh my god! Yeah, they did some crimes. They like in that room. super duper did. Like that was not a counter offer. Like they said, it was like a just a completely different contract. It was insane. <laughs> um, and then I didn't really have a lot of notes for this one just because it was so bad. Then with the the Betty goes to Donna's room and is like doing her best Bond villain when she like enters the room and turns on the lamp and I was like, holy shit. This is getting really weirdly cinematic. Um, and then it all the episode ends with all of them at Pops, and Archie makes another vow. And I said that Archie controls the very fabric of reality when he says, let's make a vow, to make the opposite thing happen. <laughs> it's like every time. I mean, that's just how the story has to go. But it's like, even the characters themselves are like, no, please, we can't have another vow. Um <laughs> And then Kevin comes up to him and is like, hey, variety show shineups. And then we get into the variety show episode, which is episode 17, which is called Wicked Little Town. Cole Sprouse actually singing in this episode kind of didn't do it for me. Yeah, I don't no, know it didn't why. do it for he, it just, anyone. Yeah, it kind of sucked. Uh, he kind of tried to sing last year and it wasn't great. He had one line last year, yeah. but this time they actually gave him some songs. It was the wrong idea. Okay, I, um, this is the episode that you guys allowed me to not watch for my birthday. Yeah. Um, so these, <laughs> and, yeah. And again, I really appreciate it. Because we give good gifts. Truly, truly thoughtful <laughs> yeah. gift. Yeah, we're, we're good at gift giving. You guys so are amazing. This is, this is the start of the real, like, fucking... Here's the thing. The one thing I noticed with the VHS tape voyeur Artur thing is that they don't even stick to Artur. They call him... They call it the person the voyeur. Like that, even they hate it. Um, but this is the episode where Archie spills that like he knows that Hiram has nodes, and also uh, that he's been working out instead of going to the doctor. Um, and then him and Veronica and Betty and Jughead. Jughead's got to do a bunch of homework um, to you know graduate. Uh, and so there's, like, the two fights, and then Betty and Archie rehearse and kiss and that whole thing. Um, blah, whatever. But I will say the song that both Jughead and Archie sang was kind of like a, a harder rock, even, like, punk emo thing. And it kind of worked for me, but that's just me. Like, it's in my soul. 
So I'll let that one slide. Um, also, Kevin coming into the principal's office being like, well, I'm going to do a Hedwig and the Angry Inch, and him preemptively bringing a boombox is the craziest shit I've ever seen. Who <laughs> owns a boombox like, like that? Who the fuck owns a boombox? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> You're making me think of the Lonely Island. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's so, wearing fingerless gloves. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And then there's the whole thing. Everybody's wearing random numbers except for the actual, like, the main cast. And I was like, oh, shit. They weren't kidding. Everybody, they made everybody wear weird random number shirts. And then they do the the end of that number, the end of, like, the random number generation. Uh, they, like, throw a bunch of shit out of their lockers. And it's like, guys, what the fuck are you doing? The janitors are going to have to clean it up. Yeah. You're just, like, going to go to class? Come on. I just don't understand. Um. Also, in the there's a scene with the uh, like all the girls and Kevin having a sleepover, and Betty <laughs> suggests that they order pizza from Little Cicero's, and it made me it made me so mad. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I missed that. Episode. They've does got the, a four dollar the... uh, <laughs> warm and ready. <laughs> and and the mascot goes toppings toppings. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Wait, is this a, a bit or is that stuff that actually happens in the episode? Oh, no, this they is a bit. a bit. We were just riffing. Uh, yeah, because, uh, fuck. It was believable that that could have been a thing in the episode. <laughs> no, we're just doing extra world building. About once um, a month, I regret not buying something from the Little Caesars pizza that was in the Kmart when it shut down. Yeah. The whole, oh, to God. be clear, the whole Kmart shut down and they sold everything that was not bolted down in that building. Yeah. In the Do you still final... have the table that you bought? Oh, yeah. I bought a, yeah, like same. a table they used to put merchandise on. It's a great height and size for cutting things when I'm sewing. Um, but that's what I mean when I say they sold everything. And they had yeah, they did like sell everything. the pizza, the, the like warmer that they kept the hot and ready pizzas in. <laughs> for sale and it hadn't been cleaned that well it still very strongly smelled of pizza pizza yeah that's it's real rough um anyway the uh there's a and there's an abandoned scene, kmart like in my know, hometown that oh, closed a, such a weird liminal space when a that big of a, years ago and nothing's you, in its place it's just been an empty kmart oh, yeah. warehouse in this property that's rough. Since, well, ours like, is now in the late 90s an ocean state job lot which doesn't make it, it that sounds like a job fair like but it's <laughs> it not right it's like a it's like a kmart <laughs> it's like they kmart just put one it of the ones that got bain capitaled yeah oh, I very much well because they combined with yeah, sears they got, they got they got bought out by venture capitalists and ruined saddled with a bunch of debt and then like fucking collapsed under the weight of all that debt and the venture yep. capitalists mm-hmm. walk away and got rich and then ran for president shit's fucked same as Toys R Us. <laughs> oh man, um, you guys just got sad a little bit. Remember Toys yeah, R Jim, Us? Yeah, Jimmy, you're really bringing down the vibes, man. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then there's the scene where uh, Cheryl confronts Mr. Honey in the fucking uh, in in pops and is like, "Hey, we're gonna do Hedwig and the Angry Inch," and Mr. Honey's like, "No, it's too suggestive." And then fucking Cheryl's like, "Okay, let me sing you a song with the main." Lyric is Sugar Daddy. 
and let me do a sexy dance. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus Christ. And I was like, you're proving his point. And then the song ends and he goes, you proved my point. And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Uh, and then also, honestly, the, the sick burn that came out of that was uh, Mr. Honey turning uh, Cheryl's toodles against her. That was really great. Um, then we have the scene with, uh, with the two couples fight, which I was very, uh, I was down for the vibes, kind of angry, uh, emo punk vibes. I liked it. And then it's, you know, Betty and Archie actually kiss, like not under the princesses of Jughead being dead. And then, uh, they both feel bad. And then Jughead comes in and he's like, Hey, so I finished my homework. Can we still date? And Betty's like, yep. And then Veronica comes in, and she's like, well, I got you some shitty cupcakes from Pops. Could we still date? And Archie's like, yeah, okay. And then um, <laughs> they do the variety show at the Le Bon Noe, and uh, Jughead is the Ringo star of the group because he's just kind of in the background playing the drums. Uh, and then they do that show. They do it like the rooftop thing, and everybody's got candles, and I don't know how they got all the candles, between them rushing out to the parking lot of Pops. And, like, it just doesn't make any this, sense. No, the candle um, situation in this town I, shall never be are. understood <laughs> by a human mind. Yeah, it's insane. They have Candles too much wax. and the time frame and a lot of stuff. Yeah. Which is not fathomable. Yeah. Uh, and then, lastly, it ends with that really creepy... The actually creepy VHS tape of like the Jughead mask breathing, Betty knocking him on the head. Those videos are and very I, creepy. Those videos were actually very creepy. The, the um, masks really do it. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, the next episode is fucking Lynchian, baby. Ugh. Hey. God. Uh. Um, so, yeah. This is the one where shit gets Lynchian. Um, <laughs> I'm you know? still amazed that nobody in this episode is wearing a still suit. Uh, it's just... <laughs> that wasn't in the budget, Jim. Mm. Um, this is also the episode with fucking maple claws, and I hate it because I came <laughs> up with so many good fake oh, booze. Did the, the, uh, the hillbillies come out of the woods for no reason? Hillbillies come out of the woods, and they threaten Veronica. And then um, fucking... They're like... You're cutting into a maple moonshine business. Uh, and then fucking Hiram comes up and beats the shit out of one of them, but then drops his keys and gets himself beat up. No, he drops the keys because of his nodes. It, you know, in that scene, it doesn't seem like he... I guess it didn't come off like that. Like, he wasn't shaking when he was going back to his car. It just seemed like he accidentally dropped his keys. But I get the, the that kind of thing. Um... Then, uh, let's see. There's the Archie writing a song for Betty. Ugh. And uh, they, like, meet up in the fucking <laughs> bunker, and they lay next to each other, clothes on, yeah. on a twin bed. Can't wait to and hear it's it when like, it's done. Get the... <laughs> when it's done? Um, but it's I wrote down in all caps, oh, God, either get out of the bed or fuck. This is too much. Just like one or the other, you can't be right in the middle here. Um, <laughs> shit or get off the pot. Yep, shit or get off the pot. Like, come on. 
fuck or get off the cot. Yeah, fuck or get off the cot. Um, here I wrote down for some reason hearts aren't shaped like arrows; they're shaped like hearts, and I can't remember why I wrote that down. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah, I don't remember that. It might be something about what was in the song, or a, a heart pointing somewhere. I don't remember. Um, then fucking we got a we got a little McGugs because. Jughead is teaming up with Charles to scrub through the VHS tapes. Um, and Ethel got a hold of Ponytail Playmate. And then they get into the... Uh, or no, this is not the scene. This is not the episode with the rave. But they like find out about the Blue Velvet Club and the like the raid of the, the snuff films and everything. And then... Um, oh, also this... Sorry, what's up? This is the episode where we find out that Ethel definitely cranked it to that video. Oh, for sure. She's like, oh, no, I definitely didn't. Once I saw what it was, I, like, turned it off. Um, and then, oh, man, I said that, uh, oh, during the scene with uh, Hiram jumping the dude, he, like, the scene starts out with him coming out of a pub and smoking a cigarette. And I was like, drunk cigs don't count, especially when you get jumped. And then there's, like, a very specific threat about, like, I will... Oh, man. It was something about Hiram hunting him down and, I don't know, breaking his knees or something. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, let's see. There's the whole thing with the tickle ring and Reg coming in and basically just ganking um, Kevin and Fangs and starting his own little tickle vid ring. And... It, that just kind of went away. I don't remember what happened it with does, that. It does. Well, so that happens. They get confronted by the guy, and then they bring all the bulldogs in as, like, muscle. But then it's like, oh, I, we got an anonymous tip that the tickle ring. You, oh, they get shut down wearing, by the principal, right? Yeah, they get shut down by the principal. Um, oh, because uh, they were wearing their, their school yeah, football which outfits. I don't – they said, like – Mr. Honey was like, that's a violation of copyright. Like, you, you're in violation of copyright law. And it's like, is that real? <laughs> like, wearing school merch in a video is copyright infringement? No. Nothing is real. No. Nothing's real. Um, But then, oh, I just wrote down, sh instead of, I was trying to make a weird Shooter McGavin joke, and I just wrote down Shooter Malloy, because... That's what got that kind of fell flat. Others. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Um, and then they get another <laughs> tape, uh, and it's like it's the it's the snuff film of uh, Jason Blossom's death. Um, and then we're on to the next episode. Oh, there's also the end of that the end of that episode. There's the weird scene where Mr. Honey is like sad that the fucking uh, the, the Scarlet Sweet got raided, and it was like something was like maybe Mr. Honey likes snuff films and kitty porn. Yeah, I just want to state like for the record, nothing. Mr. Honey got a hero edit after he left. I want to state for the record, this guy's still a creepazoid who sucks. Yeah, he still sucks shit. Um, <laughs> he got a hero edit after he left. After he left, <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah, they and take a they real weird turn on him to make him not a weird, gross scumbag that he is for every other appearance in this show. Mm -hmm. uh, but then we're on to the season four 
pseudo finale, which is uh, Killing Mr. Honey, which is just the kind of Betty's bloodlust finally like rearing its ugly head. Um, she yearns for death, Matthew. She does yearn for death, um, especially Mr. Honey's death. <laughs> in particular. But they like, in particular. Um, but they like glue him to his chair and then they like, you know, he's like proms off and then all the parents come in and they're like proms back on. And he's like, okay. And then he makes that fake VHS tape and it's like, actually no proms still off. And then they get him fired. Cause he like, and, uh, what's the thing called? Uh, impersonated a, a supposed serial killer, even though they're just tapes. Um, and then, I mean, that's about it. Uh, there's just the, the back and forth between the actual story and real life. Um, there's the... I Honestly, the scene where all the parents come in and the fact that Nana Rose is being pushed by Cheryl is so good. Like, that's going to really tip the, tip the scales on the intimidation factor. It's like <laughs> having an old woman <laughs> with, a, with a fucking cataract eye coming in but yeah also the fact that Hiram is like I'm the mayor but he's wearing like a leather jacket and he's like still cool um, <laughs> um also that dolly zoom at the end where he like Jughead's like oh shit he was gonna he said good things about me for the University of Iowa I was like okay that was kind of cool I understand why Jim likes dolly zooms um <laughs> I don't understand why this show uses them <laughs> Oh, you know, just cause. But that's the end of season four, technically. But then we go into season five, episode one, which is climax. Which is what a way to start a season. But uh, this is where we find out that uh, Hiram cured his nodes by being violent. Um, <laughs> he's like some sort of violence, violence vampire, where he doesn't suck blood, but he just kind of hurts people, he and that kills. makes him young again. Yeah. Um, and then there's. They, this is the part where they actually go to the rave slash screening for all the snuff films and all the stuff. Uh, and Betty gets in, and uh, David, the, like, uh, Blue Velvet guy, is like, your tape is being played in room 317. And I was like, there's 316 other films being played at this fucking warehouse? Holy shit. <laughs> um, this is also the, the episode where Archie has to fight K.O. Kelly. And I now get why you guys were like, holy shit, uh, this is scary for Archie. Because <laughs> yeah, he's Kelly vastly is larger. so big. He's so fucking huge. And he loses the fight. And then he's like, I'm just, I don't even care about the Naval Academy anymore. I'm going to go out army. Um, <laughs> uh, Did either then, of you ever watch Arrested Development? No. Yeah, yeah. I tried to, but I, did, I, oh, I couldn't get through it. Oh, my God. I had a half-day mother from army. No, sorry, he said I had the one guy says Army had a half day mother. And he also oh, <laughs> keeps Army going to an arcade and he comes back with all of these prizes. <laughs> and his mom's like, what is going on? It's like, these are my awards from Army. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. It's really good. Uh, that's very funny. Um uh, the the season that they made for Netflix uh got a lot of ri- mixed reviews. But like the the high conceptness of it really worked for me. Like, all right, the there's the whole bit with one of the characters on a plane and like, they're someone keeps kicking their seat like the whole time, and like three episodes later you find out 
why that's happening, and it's another character on the show that's like causing it, and it's so clever and interesting. That is funny. <laughs> like, I like that a it's, lot. It's it's uh a each character's walk through this same storyline. So it's uh yep. Uh, why can't I think of the name of the movie? Oh, I don't know. Man, I'm bad at this. It's okay. Uh, Kurosawa movie. It's the same murderer shown from three different points of view. There's oh. probably been a an episode of of Riverdale that was a bad version of it. Yeah, probably. Uh, um, but it's it's anyway. that basically in like sitcom form, and it's it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, this is also the prom episode, the uh, first episode of the season five. So everybody's having a good time. There's that like. Uh, the the killing of David and the owl mask is shown at prom. Everybody's really freaked out. Um, also, the ref for the boxing match should have been played by anything anybody other than him because he was so wooden. He was like, and the winner is K.O. Kelly. <laughs> it was like, come on, man. Holy shit. Someone's brother. Somebody, yeah, somebody got called in the day of. Um, And then... Archie's like, oh, uh, Hiram offers Archie the deputy position. And then Veronica's like, I'm your favorite. You're my favorite deputy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, prom happens. Sorry, I did, did things a little out of order. Um, there's a scene at prom where K.O. Kelly's there, and it's like, he's not, he's not he from here. He doesn't even go here. The fuck is he doing at this prom? Then all the prom shit happens. Then they go to the, the cabin, and it's like the thing with God is always watching. Archie finally caves, and it's like, I wrote that song for Betty. Because uh, Veronica plays it at the speakeasy, um, which kind of, you know, puts a rift between them. <laughs> yeah, it uh, does kind of. Uh, it causes a little rift. Kinda, kinda, a little bit ends their relationship. Oh, a little bit. Just yeah. a tad bit ends the relationship. Um, also, when, when Cheryl invites... Both Betty and Jughead and Archie and uh, Veronica up to dance. There's a scene where it like cuts to them and they gave it. They give each other looks, and I could feel it. Like I could feel the look that they gave each other, and it was really rough. Um, <laughs> but then there's the oh man, there's something about Cheryl where she's like, "Turn thyself in, Reginald." And I said that the fact that she is constantly speaking in iambic pentameter is so funny. God, I love Cheryl. Um, She's never made a good decision in her whole life. It's really, that's really what it is. Um, and lastly, they get the all the videos, and they're still so fucking creepy. And then we're on to the penultimate, wow, penultimate episode, uh, the preppy murders. I don't have a lot of notes for this one, I'm going to be honest. Uh, this is the episode where uh, Mary says... Chamomile oh. tea. She, she says so weird. She says uh, chamomile, chamomile tea. Some sort of weird chamomile. It, it's chamomile. I it could be chamomile. also be chamomile. But this is where uh, I guess I should be saying like chamomile. Chamomile is probably chamomile. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we get a little shot of Doctor Curdle Jr., which nice because uh, they go and investigate because B Double Dubs gets murked. Uh, he like calls Betty and he's like, "Hey, shit, I'm on the run. I gotta be in isol uh solitary." And then there's a whole bunch of shit going on with Veronica because she's like, "Oh, my boyfriend doesn't love me anymore. We're gonna break up. This sucks." There's that scene at, at, at Pops where Hermosa comes in, and 
then Veronica's out back, like, throwing out the trash, and some more fucking Malloys come up, and then Hermosa just fucking deletes them. She just fucking shoots them. And it's like, <laughs> she just gets to... She Hermosa just gets to write off three... Stone cold. Yeah. <laughs> fucking murders three dudes in the back. She just writes off three murders on her taxes. It's, like, insane. <laughs> Those three God, bullets were a business expense. She's yeah. gonna write them off. <laughs> She's gonna write them off. Also, like, fucking thank God that B Double Dubs got murked because I could not stand another second of him. Uh, this is also where <laughs> they confront Hiram about going back to his evil ways, and I think he says something along the lines of, "Since I've embraced my darkness, it's increased my stamina and my speed," and it's like. <laughs> What? <laughs> He's trying to become a, a dark Spider-Man. <laughs> He's trying to become a dark Spider-Man. It's insane. Scott earned uh, the power of love. <laughs> Scott earned the power of self. <laughs> uh, self maybe acceptance he's or something trying like to be Venom. Have we considered maybe, that? Maybe he's trying to find a symbiote. Maybe. Ugh. But then this is the episode where they like his daughters sick people on him so that he has to call for help. And this is the the monologue of your daddy. You're like a dog. And dogs, they are sometimes bad. And sometimes they got to be put down. Um, but the way it starts is you're, your sign might be a Scorpio, but you're more like a dog. And I was like, oh, yeah, Hiram's a Scorpio. That makes so much sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is also when they find out that Chuck is a uh, little Dexter man. And they confront him. And then it's like, yep, you got me. I'll turn myself in. But I didn't do those uh, videos. I don't know who that is. <laughs> you just reminded me of one of my favorite moments in uh, online like app dating that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, a match asked me what my uh, Myers Briggs was, and I said, "I don't know. What's the one for Leo?" <laughs> and she immediately unmatched me. Oh no, that's so funny! Dude, God, I'm so proud of you. That's so good, man. Double fucking burn. God damn, man. (laughs) Wow. Proud. That was that. Yeah, I uh, I commend you for that. Um. This is also the the episode where Archie uh, has to write a victim impact statement, and he has to and. Daddy Uncle Frank comes back and gets punched so that he can he can heal Archie. So punches punches heal in Riverdale, um, and then they find out that Jellybean was doing the the videos to keep Jughead around, uh, and they like find the kids, but they're not. It's like they treat them like criminals, like they've done something a, like a real actual crime. Yeah, and it's like that's not at all a thing. Um, All except for Jellybean. They take the rest of them off to, like, prison. Yeah, Jellybean gets to go on a fucking road trip. Yeah, Jellybean gets to go on a road trip. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously, Jughead confronts, or comes to FP with that news over a drink, yet again. No alcoholic (laughs) alcoholic FP. Drinking. No alcoholic FP, (laughs) drinking again. Doing the classic, I got Um, a handle on it this time. uh, I I can put whenever (laughs) I want. Playing the hits. (laughs) Playing the hits. Yeah, um, and that was the end of that. And then last episode, actual finale, season five, episode three. It was a graduation episode, baby. We got the, there was something about the intro monologue where it was like River does a town, and in that town there are houses, and in those houses there are kids, and in those kids there are hearts. And it was like 
I just wrote down like there was a bog, and in that bog there was a tree, and then that tree was a lump, and then that lump was a frog. <laughs> it was like very, giving me that kind of. <laughs> it's giving me very much like uh, uh, that kind of vibe. Former Keller's back. He's the sheriff now. Former they Keller show... is the once and future Keller. Yep, there we once go. The town once again has a sheriff. Keller, Keller is dead. Long live Keller. <laughs> yep. Uh, then uh, the once and former show, Keller. The once and former Keller. They show a picture of Jason Blossom, and I keep forgetting that that oh, yeah. actor is a wax figurine that was molded by like three hummingbirds. Mm -hmm. It's just so, oh, he's not a real human. If you're a person um, who doesn't believe that there's a kind of skin tone that doesn't work with a kind of hair, I beg of you to please look at Jason watch Blossom at first. For the love of God. <laughs> um, so, uh, you think that yellow is your color and you're wrong? Yellow yep. is nobody's color. <laughs> yellow is nobody's color. Also, I, I picked up that this season kind of burns everything down to the ground like yeah. there, there are two divorces that happen in this one episode yeah absolutely because um, they all of the adults are off the show yeah like all of them have to leave everybody breaks up it's all just a fucking trash i also put in the fucking P -P -P polly and the twins because <laughs> uh, that was good oh they're off the show too polly! They're, they're totally off the show that conversation polly! was buck wild that alice was just like i that thought was. that all of these people plus polly and the twins were going to come for thanksgiving and now it's just you and I. What? What the fuck? Where did... What? When yeah. did Polly and the Twins drop out? Also, why are we just hearing about this now? Yeah. I Just like, come on. Where did they go? Oh, did they get raptured with the <laughs> cult? Maybe. They might have gotten raptured with the cult. They they were one not can, successfully deprogrammed, and they joined a second cult. Oh, uh, there we go. So the, the scene where they open the time capsule, and it's like, look at these four students right before they went to war. As soon as Cheryl says war, it cuts to Archie, and I swear to God, his, his pupils dilate. <laughs> it's like he got a <laughs> shot like, of huh? adrenaline. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm ready to go now. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Good God, y'all. Good God, y'all. Yeah. Um, then there's the scene where people are just waiting for school to end. The teacher is just sitting there. It's a, he's they not even trying to like teach a class because there's nothing to do. And then there's the thing where uh, everybody like hugs and kisses and Veronica goes up to Archie, but then Archie gets pulled away by Reg. It's like, read the fucking room, dude. Everybody's looking at old pictures. Veronica brings all of Archie's stuff back and then they squeeze out one last fuck and then they're done. Um, <laughs> they squeeze out one They just squeeze out fuck. one more fuck. Yep. <laughs> uh, now I have to have heard that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Archie can see dead people in the fucking graduation. Uh, he's he's the fifth element or whatever the fuck. They are all is. wearing different uniforms, um, right? They're all wearing different uniforms, yep. All wearing different uniforms. They're and all I going to a war that's already over. We're supposed yep. to think they're all joining different branches of the armed forces? That's not how that works. Yeah, like There was only right? two at the time. Yeah. Oh, the fucking army recruiter that that uh, Archie goes up to, and he's like, "Is it too late to sign up?" And the army recruiter's like, "This is a big decision. Are you sure?" Oh my god. Fucking the worst acting, right? Under. For the love of God. On a please. show yeah, they, filled with mediocre shit. That's like found the an actual worst. Army recruiter. Yeah, for real. Um, also, there's the scene where uh, FP leaves for Toledo, and it's like a very quick thing. But I swear to God, they like Jelly Bean in a sidecar. <laughs> is on screen for like two seconds and I swear to Christ it's a dummy 
I like swear <laughs> to God, they like didn't want to put her in the seat for just a little bit, so they just sat a dummy down and put a helmet on and a jacket. It doesn't even have a face. It's just it doesn't even a have broom a face. holding up. This would have to be a stunt person, and we're not going to hire a like teen stunt person. Yeah. Um. So, but like no, but that's the thing is that it the it's not even moving. The, it's like before FP leaves. It's uh, it's weird to explain, but I, I really think that that it was just a fucking dummy. I was thinking about um, the the World War Two thing because I'm still really angry about it. Uh huh. Um, and and I think that part of the problem is, uh, like the two big guys on the show, Roberto Aguirre, Sacasa, and uh, what's his face, uh. Greg Berlanti, mm-hmm. they're both the same mm-hmm. age as your mom and I mm-hmm. within like a year or two, which means that their dads were born too late to go to World War II, and their granddads were born too early to go to World War One. So, like, <laughs> we have this, this generational thing where neither of their families were involved in either of the Great Wars. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so they don't really think about it at all. So it's maybe like maybe you know, that's like, why. Maybe that's why they don't know when World War Two was, and they are just intellectually <laughs> uncurious and and never bothered to learn. Yeah, yeah. My maybe my grandfather, who's still alive, is uh, older than the Queen of England, and he served in the Korean War, which mm-hmm. was three years long, from 1950 to 1953. Oh, so he was even pretty old for that war. Yeah, he yeah. was already married. I mean, you know, people used to get married at 12 or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> he had graduated yeah, like some, college, basically. Some World War II veterans were called back up to go to the Korean War, um, mm-hmm. which tells you, like, how long after it was, right? Like, you're kind of you're retired, you've taken all of your war money and started a business, and you're now a captain of industry, and now you got to go fight a war in another country that no one's heard of? Like, God, all right. <laughs> they do the... They do their version of the time capsule, and they throw, like, both jackets and Jughead's beanie, and it's like, that's going to stink so bad. Um, I also think that there's going to be a suit-up scene where they dig up the the time capsule and, like, retrieve Jughead's beanie and, like, the serpent's jacket. I really think that's going to happen. Oh, are, that's, are that's we one of my predictions. the heat on our predictions now? Is that what's happening? Um, I have, like, two more things. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, one thing... They put too many actual human emotions in the end of this thing. And I wrote down, what the fuck are feelings and emotions doing in my good Christian Riverdale? It's supposed to be a dumb <laughs> show where I don't really fucking think about shit. And there we got people crying and, like, uh, relationships falling apart. And it's like, ah, stop. No. I will say they did a good um, job of the kind of, like, we're not going to say that we're broken up, but we know that we're broken. Are we still? Eh, are we? Uh, not say bye. Mm, no, I guess not. Uh. But then Archie gets on the bus, and then they get in the jalopy and ride down the road. And the whole thing, that whole, like, ending sequence uh, with Archie in the bus and everything, that was so much natural light that had never been on the show before. I don't know if you <laughs> noticed that. But that was, I think, the first time they did a real location shoot, like, maybe during the summer. During the day. It was, like, like <laughs> clear skies. It was crazy to see them in, like, such harsh light. Um but there's a there's a scene where um, like Archie tells them to stop the bus, and he gets out and actually says goodbye to all his friends, and like 
it, he walks up to Jughead, and I was like, they're going to kiss. They're going to do it. They're finally going to do it. And they don't. And I was really mad. Um, and then fucking Jughead and Betty drift apart and break up. And then he didn't want to stay in the Jones house anymore, or in the Cooper's house anymore. So he moves into the abandoned Andrew's house, and they cut all the fucking amenities. And then he moves into the bunker. And then, like, just very unreasonable. And then makes no they do sense. the whole thing. It's like the vow to meet up once a year, every year. And that doesn't happen until, you know, the, the time jump. But that's it. That's all I got. So, yeah. That was uh, season four of Riverdale. Back half, baby. Yeah. We did it. I thought they did do a good job of, like, showing us stylistically that high school was over. Like, Betty stopped wearing a ponytail. Jughead made a big deal about, like, taking his hat off. Archie stopped wearing yeah. his Letterman's jacket. Veronica is always going to dress mm-hmm. exactly like she's always dressed. I don't think that's ever going to change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jughead actually did also start to wear like flannel jackets instead of leather jackets. Yeah. I remember that. I was like, oh, cool. Okay. They're like growing up now. But yeah, that was very good. I think the only prediction I really have is that there is going to be some sort of, I, I'm just going to stick by the suit up scene where they like dig up the time castle and <laughs> gather all their, their like old their objects of power. Uh, together yeah, to power. fight one last crime yeah all right we started i started this tangent earlier when i was like will archie become a horrible hemingway also worth noting i fucking hate hemingway um sure fair <laughs> and reasonable but here's here's where i started going would it not be hysterical if if they all kind of nobody got the job they've been gearing up to have but everybody got one of those jobs that would be very funny right like archie becomes a writer veronica becomes an fbi investigator um jughead for some reason owns a cosmetics company and (laughs) veronica's or betty's a musician yeah like or yeah that honestly is the best outcome of this new season i is God, I'm keeping my fingers so crossed. That would be amazing. Yeah. We, and we don't have to wait long to find out, right? Because they're gonna there's gonna be something. They're gonna come back. The rails are about to fall off this fucking thing because they're not gonna be oh, high yeah. schoolers anymore. Right? So there's this not the artificial show... bumpers on the bowling alley of like, oh, we gotta go to class <laughs> and we have parents. Yep. <laughs> That's such a good way of describing yeah, how high school it's TV go show. It's crazy. Bumpers in the bowling alley. <laughs> Like, it's so, it's going to be so crazy. And you know, they they're still going to go back to high school, though. It's the thing. frame to keep yeah. the writers on track. Yeah. Like, yeah. So they have to go to the school. So, I can't even. That's my big, my big that swing. Is so good. <laughs> For the start uh. of, like, what would have been the start of season five is that nobody has the job they thought they were going to have. But everybody should have a job that one of the four of them was going to have. Yes, for sure. I honestly like the. I like. I would like to think that like Veronica becomes a boxer. <laughs> oh my god! And like uh, that would be and amazing. Then, and you, th- yeah. you know what? It would be so easy to write that. Like it healed her dad. Yeah. She tapped into the rage inside of her. She went to New York. Yeah. She started to fuck Ko <laughs> Kelly and train with him. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little like adultery. Yeah, a little scandal. And then she meets. She sees Archie for the first time in seven years, and she's like, "Oh, you're smaller than I remember." Yeah. Oh, wow. Where's all your creatine, bud? Yeah. She's like, are you not using pre-workout? Buff? Yeah. Uh, what are your macros, dude? <laughs> what have we got? You guys, I saw a really upsetting thing this morning. Oh, no. What did you see? I was walking into the gym at 7 a.m. because I'm that person. 
one of the guys mm-hmm. who works out at 7 a.m. was just like holding a steak in his hand and oh, eating man. it <laughs> as he was walking into the gym. Oh, God, that what? sucks. And like, bro. You're going to just bare fist a fucking steak? Bro, there's no need. No way. There's man. no need. I understand yeah, that it's that funny sucks. to be secretly jacked at your desk job, but like, you don't have to do this. Yeah. Also, if you're going to do that, like, wrap it in foil at least, you know? Hmm. <laughs> you're going to get steak juice, like, all over the bar. It's going to be bad. It wasn't warm, Matthew. It was da- you didn't get up in the morning and cook a steak. It was cold. Oh, come on. <laughs> Just cold fridge steak. <laughs> My favorite. Fat all over it. My favorite in the morning. Nothing yeah. like a congealed steak fresh out of the fridge. Uh, I think my my predictions for the next season are all Archie based. Mm. I, I, yeah, I, I said already. I think he's gonna take a troop ship to war in Eastern Europe. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure that troop ship is gonna get torpedoed, but somehow he'll still end up getting to war in Eastern Europe. I think there's uh, gonna he's gonna be... spend some time in trenches. He is going to uh, spend time in trenches, which yep. definitely have not been a war thing in seventy years since Riverdale yep. was founded. For sure, uh, he's definitely going to have some P- PTSD, a little, little bit of that. He's yeah, he's going to have even more of a haunted brain. Oh, uh, for he's going to sure. come back. He oh my god, wait, the buzz cut. Spend some time as a prisoner of war. Oh yeah, it'll be real intense. I think the buzz cut is really going to be crazy though. Mm. Oh, I'm you think he's going to have a good still- old high and tight? Yeah, no at least tips. high and tight. Could this no, be the season think... where Archie gets frosted tips? I hope it's he Jughead. I, we're hoping. I hope it's Jughead. Mm. I hope he comes back mm. so oh, different. He stopped wearing a hat, right? And then he was like, without the hat to hold this hair back, it's actually very annoying. Do? I better cut it off. And then he's like, I feel like a new guy. Yes. And I've been to a place where the sun shines. And I'm a surfer now. Was surfer one of their jobs? Anyway, <laughs> Jughead's a surfer. Surfer, yeah. Well, surfer is now a job. Yeah, surfer is <laughs> a know? job. His it's, job is beach. Jughead's job is just beach. It's just beach. This, yeah, this Ken's job is surf. Yep. I haven't even seen Barbie, but I know that Ken's job is just, just beach. It's just beach. Um, yeah, Jughead's job is just beach, and he's got frosted tips. And he's into rollerblading. I, yeah, oh, and he's into rollerblading for sure. Yeah, very much. Um, I don't, we don't usually ask for much on this show, but if we could get fan art of Jughead's frosted tips. Um, <laughs> I will pay you money. Yeah, I don't care. Um, I'll pay you money for that. Absolutely, I'll take that shit right to Vistaprint and get myself some art. Oh, baby, for sure. I'm gonna have a big poster. <laughs> it's gonna be sick as fuck. Uh, do we have any more predictions? Because I have a, I have a question. Also, so I think we, we know Archie is going to the army. Uh, everybody else is going to college. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who's yeah. gonna graduate? I've just realized it's hysterical that I predicted Jughead would surf. He's going to fucking Iowa. Oh, that is funny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Wait. Uh, yeah, he's he's a wakeboarder. Sorry, I fixed it. He's a wakeboarder. <laughs> there he is. He's going to be a surfer. Fixed he's going to have it. a little uh, uh, Keanu Reeves movie. What is that one? Point Break. The, the, the point Break, yeah. He's going to have a little Point Break action. He's going to go to University of Iowa and then become an FBI agent in California. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Got it. Uh. Why can't I think of the name of any movies today? <laughs> what is I don't wrong know. with my haunted brain? But that's uh, okay. so I think I, we can just... Oh, what's up? I think Betty graduates. Uh, I think Jughead probably graduates. I don't think that Veronica graduates. No, Veronica just no. learns business on the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Archie does not go to college. He 
is torpedoed, spends time in trenches, and then is a prisoner of war. Yep. Uh, I guess what did what is Betty doing at Yale? I mean, she's got to become. It's listen. I don't want this to be true. Uh huh. She's got to become a fucking FBI person. Yeah. Yeah, she's got to become like a federal agent. Yeah. Yeah. A A cab also includes Betty. Yep. Yep. All, all cops are Betty. <laughs> our cops are. <laughs> yeah, all cops are Betty. A bab. A bab. All, all, all Betty's are bastards. Are bastards. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you're uh, Elizabeth it took us this watching long, this but we episode. Got the episode to this title, episode. gang. Hell yeah. All Betty's are bastards. Uh, what do we think happened? Okay, well, also, Cheryl stays in Riverdale and, is, and becomes the new people syrup magnet. Yes, and she just gets yeah, even that, weirder. That we know. She gets even weirder. Right, because she's just living in a huge that. house with Nana Rose. Mm hmm. Doing maple. Straight, straight maping it. <laughs> Oh, I don't know about that, Jim. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I don't know about the phrase straight maping it. Um, we're going to have to take that under review. Uh, yeah, we're so, going to take that one to the board. They'll vote on it and get back yeah, to you. Yeah, we're going to. Pretty yeah. pretty much all of the adults are out. Yeah. I, I, think, I think we know Josie does come back in some sort of capacity. Because mm-hmm. this is this is after the Katie Keene series fizzles out. Yeah. Wait. When does Serena? When is not Serena? Sabrina come in? Is it between four and five? Uh, Sabrina five happens during this season, I think. During this season, or maybe okay. between four and five. I think it's when yeah. they're still in high school, right? We we suck at this. We've uh, there's always this question about yeah. like when Serena is. We never know. It's fine. Um, but yeah. Uh. Are we all done with predictions? Yeah, I was Mom, just going to ask, what still? like secondary yeah. characters do we think will still be around? Like Nana Rose, for sure. Nana Rose, Nana for Rose. sure. Uh, Reg, definitely. Reg, for sure. Oh, yeah. Do we think Do we think Sweat Pea in and out? God, I hope. Kevin? Kevin's going to stay. Kevin has to Kevin be around. Is, Kevin has to be around. Uh, we, know, we know from Katie Keene that he goes to New York and tries to make it on Broadway and fails. And goes back to Riverdale to be like the drama teacher. Oh, that's sad. Oh, that's really depressing. Yeah. yeah well, so, I hate so that. I, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that that was what happened in Katie Keene. Oh in his shit! Guest episode, Wait, right? hold on. Do they just all come back to Riverdale and become teachers while they figure out the mystery? <laughs> that Do would, you think that, that would keep the bumpers in the the bowling alley at least half fucking... inflated? Does because Betty th- that way teach FBI? Is that what she teaches? Betty teaches FBI. Archie teaches punch. Jughead teaches literature. Veronica teaches crime. Cheryl comes in and runs a seminar on self-confidence. There we go. She she runs a seminar on the audacity of this bitch. Um, It's the most highly reviewed class in Riverdale High School history. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um... But yeah, gang, I think uh, I think we got all our bows tied in knots or whatever. Uh, so I think that's it, right? Did we miss anything? Uh, oh, do you, God. Okay, fingers crossed that Ethel McGuggs is around. Oh my God, McGuggs. We have to keep McGuggs in here for I sure. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Let me dream, Jim. Oh, who else? That's, that's yeah. a tough call. Do we think that, like, I don't know, Jellybean's going to come back? older 
Uh, no, Jelly Bean, Jelly Bean, and an FP are in in the warehouse. Yeah, forever. the problem is they'd. I mean, I guess she could. They just have to hire somebody else. Yeah, they would. Damn. Yeah, she's at that age where five years of aging is visible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or at least she's supposed to be. I'm sure the actress is like twenty, and and done aging forever. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but still. Um. Well, she's just a yeah, very good. small adult. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thanks for listening this week, then, everybody. Um, hopefully, this recap was enjoyable while we just sped through it. Apologies for that. Um, but that's about it. Follow us on the internet. We're on Blue Sky and Twitter and Instagram. Um, at Riverdale Runs on Blue Sky and Twitter, and Riverdale, run, Riverdale underscore runs on Instagram. And then we have an email. Uh, you can email us at rdpod at gmail.com. It's A-R-R-T-I-P-O-D. It's our initials. And then finally, our intro and outro song is Smooth Passenger by White Bones. I can't you can go check that out. you have to be at the airport in like in Oh, six, yeah, you got to go. Hours. Yeah. And I don't you've know also got to edit able, this. <laughs> I don't know that I'll be able to edit this episode, gang. This might uh, have to wait till mid-November. I don't Unless one of you wants to edit it. I don't yeah. know how to do that or have the tools. Yeah. Um, so sorry, sorry, gang. But uh, yeah. Anyway, have a great week. Find Joe where you can. Uh, yeah, we'll try and fake a murder, maybe, or don't, because it's pretty. <laughs> Definitely hard. get out of we'll your hometown. See you soon, and we'll talk about. Definitely uh, get out. Get out of your hometown. <laughs> yeah. About that punch trip. And then, um, oh yeah, and then be kind and don't fuck uh, in an army bus. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.